Welcome to today's energy show. There are about a half a million homes in the U.S. with rooftop solar, and that's out of about a hundred million detached single-family homes. That works out to a market penetration of only about half a percent. Now, some places like California and Hawaii, the market penetration may be up more over one percent or so. And then, but most of the country, they don't even have solar panels in the neighborhood. So there's tons and tons of growth potential. In addition to people putting in solar panels, guess what? There's going to be a tremendous uh, demand for people to maintain them. So one of the uh, once people have a solar system on the roof, they've kind of gone through the economics and they've asked all the questions. They've made that buying decision. The system's installed and up and running. The second question I always get is, should I clean my solar panels? And by the way, the first question that I always get is, how the heck do I figure out my electric bill? Well, on today's show, we're going to mathematically and practically go through the issues related to the cleaning interval for your solar panels. And when it comes to reading your electric bill, that's going to be another show altogether. Those things are pretty darn complicated. So when we're talking about cleaning solar panels, they just get dirty. There's, there's glop, there's dust, there's pollen, there's things in the air. So the things over the years that I've seen that accumulate on solar panels, probably first and foremost, it's windblown dust. When, when you're talking about different locations where people are doing installations, if you're in a really dusty area uh, near perhaps farms or other agricultural areas or dirt roads, there's a lot more dust that kicks up in the air, and the panels in those neighborhoods get a lot worse. Near highways, typically you'll see more dust. But if you're in more of a, a quiet suburban area where there's not a lot of traffic, a lot of trees, things like that, the dust accumulation isn't as bad. In a lot of locations, particularly here in California, the trees create a lot of pollen uh, in the early spring. And that's kind of this green, yellowish dust that just accumulates suddenly over a few days. It's everywhere. Uh, and, and the other issue that people sometimes see is they're, they're complaining about, you know, hey, a bird's going to poop on my solar panel. But, but when I kind of look at it, from, from that perspective, in terms of birds, it's generally not a problem at all, unless your last name is Hitchcock and you live near Bodega Bay. So uh, the, the, they do get dirty, and you've got to kind of think about, should I clean my panels? And, and it's not an easy decision because uh, it, it, unless God does the cleaning with rain, that cleaning is going to cost you a little bit of money. So let's talk about the mechanism by which the the output of the system kind of goes down with dirt. So obviously what happens is when the panels are completely clean, they're operating at their full output. Let's just throw out some numbers here. Let's say you have a 250-watt solar panel in, in a, a noon summer day that's not too hot. You're going to get 250 DC watts out of that panel. But if there's a thin layer of dust on there, that, that output might go down to 225 watts. And if it's really dirty, it could be 200. So the amount of output decline is pretty proportional to the the amount of dirt or what we call soil in on, on the on the panels. And believe it or not, sometimes that soil does actually look like look like dirt. And and I'll talk about some of those anecdotes in a minute. But it can get pretty bad. And it also depends on where that that soil or dirt accumulates on the panel. And so here's what typically happens after having the panels on your roof for years and years and years. Let's say the panels are tilted at uh, 20 degrees, which is a typical tilt angle, or maybe 30 degrees if you're in in a a more northern climate. When it rains, the rain kind of 
just washes down the panel and everything kind of runs off. But if the panels are tilted at more horizontally, or let's say 5%, which is just a little bit of a tilt, enough for the water to run off, what happens is that, that when the water accumulates on the panel from rain, and that rain runs off, there's a little bit of water that accumulates at the bottom edge of the panel where the frame is. And there's a little lip there. So you get a little bit of accumulation. And, and the, the, the dirt in the water settles out. And over years, what actually happens is you get a layer of mud along the lower edge of the panels on the frames. And as years go by, that layer of mud kind of crawls up just because it accumulates more and more and more. And it actually begins to obscure the solar cells. And that's when you see some output decline. Believe it or not, that mud does actually turn out to be a a pretty good uh, environment for weeds and moss and things to grow. So you may see on on solar panels that have been up on the roof for 10 or 15 years, you may see some moss growing there. I've even seen some little weeds growing in the corner where there's actually an accumulation of literally soil. So that's what happens. The dirt does accumulate in in kind of two ways. One, kind of thinly, evenly along the panel. And then also sometimes you get concentrations down near the bottom edge. Now, what happens if if it accumulates evenly across the panel, the output of the system is just going to go down linearly. There's 5% soil. The output's going to be 5% down. But if you have this accumulation along the bottom edge of the panel, what, what happens is it knocks out the output of the entire row of solar cells on that uh, along on that panel and then all the other panels in that row. So you can actually get a pretty big output decline when some of the bottom of the the cells are are obscured. And this is really a problem on flat roof systems where it's it's pretty easy to see how you may obscure the bottom row of every single row of solar uh, bottom row of cells on every single row of solar panels. And when you do that, the output goes down. Now, also it depends on the type of inverter that you have, the configuration of the system. So in many cases, if you have one panel that's really dirty, really badly soiled, or let's say you do have a bird problem there, and that output is 25 or 30% lower than everything else, that and you have a string inverter, that's going to lower the output of that entire string. So one panel, 25% dirty, the rest 5% dirty, but if everything's on a string inverter, they're all going to be knocked out by 25%. If you have a microinverter or a DC optimizer, it can usually account for that. So this is something to kind of keep in mind. Basically, if, if you have an ordinary string inverter, the problems with soiling could be a little bit worse. How, do, how does the rain clean these panels? Well, obviously, if you've got a, a really heavy downpour, which you'll have uh, uh, in, in uh, like the Northeast or in most climates around the country, you'll have those. Heck, you might have those every week or two. That's going to clean that panel off pretty well. And, and the rainfall is generally not hard water. It's fairly soft water. And you do actually get some impact of the raindrops and you get a nice flow there. And that's going to do a pretty good job of cleaning the panels, believe it or not. Now, it may not clear off that scum, that dirt that accumulates at the very bottom row, but the panels are going to be pretty good. On the other hand, if you have a little drizzle or you have a a, a brief shower, sometimes what happens is you see these little spots where there's a, a clean spot where a raindrop hit, and then it actually may not even really clean the panel very much. So the keep the thing to keep in mind is if you're regularly getting really heavy downpours, that's going to clean the panels pretty well. 
Now, the the next factor, in addition to the the area where you live as far as dust, in addition to whether or not you get rain, is where is the output of the solar system going to be most valuable? So where you have high electric rates and a very sunny climate like Arizona, Hawaii, California, in, in those locations, when your panel's dirty, you're really going to suffer. But if you have uh, low electric rates um, or your climate isn't particularly sunny, then, you know, if it's a little bit dirty, it's not going to make that much different. And so we're, we're going to kind of figure out all those numbers in a minute. So I've, I've been dealing with this second most important common question, should I clean my solar panels for over a dozen years with customers here in California and then also all over the country, Colorado, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. And it, it really depends on, on circumstances. So the internet's a great resource. I did a little bit of, of research to see what other people have said about uh, the cleaning interval and whether or not you should clean it compared to my own experiences. And literally what I found is I found a lot of bad advice. And I think the advice is well-intentioned, but people who are providing this advice aren't really considering the different climates, the different electric rates, and the different costs of doing cleanings. So what we're going to talk about is specifically residential systems. So here's what I found on the Internet. Clean Technica did an article that said don't clean your panels, and and I, I definitely don't agree with that. Google did a study on their large commercial system in Mountain View, and what they found is if panels are flat, clean them regularly. If they're tilted, tilted, don't bother. Well, I totally agree about the panels are flat, but if you're in certain areas, you should consider cleaning the panels even if they are tilted, and and it actually depends on the tilt angle a little bit. And then kind of the third category of advice you see out there is from people who provide solar cleaning services or chemicals or brushes or, or tools to do solar panel cleaning. And they definitely say clean all the time. Eh, you know, that's, they're making money on the cleaning, and I don't necessarily agree with that advice at all. So the, the way I kind of looked at this is, hey, let's do some math. Let's just assume that you have an average 5-kilowatt system. And then let's just take a look at some different scenarios if your system is in on the East Coast. I just picked New Jersey because we've done a lot of installations in New Jersey. And I picked California because that's where we're based here in Silicon Valley. So we looked at a 5-kilowatt system, residential, in California and New Jersey. And I looked at a, a few scenarios. Let's say you look at the annual output of the system. If it's perfectly clean, 0% soiling, it's never really going to happen. Don't believe it, but that that's just kind of the... The boundary condition. We looked at what happens if the panels are somewhat dirty, and that's just assuming an average of 10% soily and then soiling, and then extremely dirty, an average of 20% soiling. Now, when when we at Cinnamon Solar do modeling of system outputs, we assume that the solar panels are going to be on the average 5% dirty. That means uh, we're knocking the, the energy output of the system back on an annual basis by 5%. And that's pretty reasonable depending on your location. Certainly here in California, it's probably realistic. Where it rains regularly, that may be a little bit too conservative, but I'd rather be conservative. So we're, we're, we're looking at those scenarios. And then just to keep it in mind, I'm just picking a number here. But if you hire a professional company that knows what they're doing, that's going to also be able to check the system and see if there's any problems with it and, and take the proper safety precautions, it's going to cost between $100 and $200 to get your solar panels clean. 
It's usually you have one or two guys, ladder, truck, crew. They're going to spend an hour there. At least they're going to spend half an hour deploying and getting there and back. So it's a couple of hours work. So just figure $150 cost. And that's important because um, you have to factor that into your economics. So here's kind of what I what I found. If you assume that the panels are going to be an average of 10% dirty, which let's just pick that number, versus perfectly clean. So it's it's perfectly clean panels. You're compulsive. You're doing you're cleaning it regularly, or it's raining regularly. In California, the savings per year, if you have the panels perfectly clean versus somewhat dirty, two hundred and thirty one dollars. And let's that now on the other hand, if you go to an East Coast location like New Jersey, where the difference between perfectly clean panels, zero percent soiling, and 10% dirty panels is $128. And the reason why there's that that almost factor of two difference is the electric rates in New Jersey are lower. Therefore, the loss of electricity is, in, is, in, is expensive to you. And there's a little bit less sun. So it's almost twice as important to clean the panels in California as it is on, in a northeast state. And that's assuming, uh, I just picked some numbers here, 20 cent electricity on the east coast and 30, 30 cent electricity in California. So so that kind of gives you a little bit of uh, uh, criteria, $230 in California if I keep them perfectly clean during the year and 128 in New Jersey. Now, let's let's look at what this advice means on a very realistic level. So what I've seen in California on on going up on roofs in which solar panels have been installed for a dozen years or more. Uh, After, let's say, three to five years, if you never clean your panels, there's going to be some caked-on dirt at the bottom edges of the panels. The steeper the slope of the panels, the less dirt there's going to be. If it's low-slope panels, they can be really dirty at the bottom edge, and I've seen systems which were tilted at like 5 or 10 degrees, and... And the performance actually was was down because that bottom row of cells on every solar panel was was pretty shaded and the panels weren't operating at full potential. On the other hand, in New Jersey, where you've got regular downpours, regular heavy rains, the panels look pretty clean as long as they're tilted. And even if they're about you know, 10% or so, that, that heavy rain is going to clean them off. If they're 5 degrees or less, you're, you're going to have that pooling problem where there's going to be some mud at the bottom edges. But for most residential customers, the panels are tilted at an angle, so it's not going to be an, an issue. So so what does that mean in terms of simplify? So let me just make it really straightforward. In California and any other dry, sunny climate, Arizona, uh, New Mexico, um, where it's dry and sunny, for systems over five kilowatts, I recommend that you clean the panels once during the summer if they look really dirty. And so you can kind of go up on a ladder and take a look and just, you know, if you want, just swipe your finger along a pan- on the glass of the panel. And, and if it's filthy, you should probably clean the panels. But if there's just a thin film of dust, um, you could clean them. But you may not really be seeing a, a big increase in performance. Now, the, the, the thing to keep in mind is if you have a small system, 
two or three kilowatts, it may not be worth the expense to do the cleaning. Whereas if you have a big system, let's say 10 kilowatts, it's worth it more. And the cost to clean a small system isn't a hell of a lot less than the cost to, see, to clean a big system because most of the work is involved in deploying the crew there and, and getting out there and getting it done. So uh, that's California. But in rainy climates, uh, you shouldn't bother cleaning unless the panels are almost flat or unless they're really, really dirty. So uh, on the East Coast, on Hawaii, in in the Southeast, where you've got regular summer rains and and obviously regular winter rains or snow, probably don't need to clean your panels because they're going to be cleaned off by these downpours. And that, that does a pretty darn good job of cleaning. So um, we talked about whether or not you should clean, and, and, you know, we've got that advice. But question is, how should you clean the panels? Well, I got, I got some uh, recommendations here also. The most important thing is use a soapy solution. We use a car wash detergent. There's companies that sell uh, specialized solar panel washing solutions. Just remember, it's glass. And so you can use a glass cleaner, whatever it is, as long as you're using something that's got a surfactant or soapy soapy solution in there, it's going to capture that dirt and the dust and it's going to keep it from accumulating. There, there's a few things you should really watch out for. Um, first, never wash your panels without a detergent. So plain water, very bad idea. It, it could, um, there's some calcification that creates if you have hard water at all and, and sometimes hard to take off. And we've had a number of circumstances where systems were installed in, in the Central Valley of California where people would hose the panels down because it gets really dusty. It would wash off the dust. But when that hard water dries on the panel, you get this white film that was almost impossible to remove. And we actually took the panels off and sat there scrubbing it with trisodium phosphate. It would literally take hours. So I would say in those cases, um, hosing the panels down with water, you, you could ruin the panels by, by permanently um, uh, creating this film on the glass. So never hose them down. And, and it's also interesting, I, I sometimes see some anecdotes where people say, well, the panels were really dirty, and I got up there, and I sprayed some water on the panels, and as soon as I sprayed some water on the panels, the output went up, and therefore, they must be cleaner, and they're running better. And the real reason is the panels get cool when you put water on them, and they operate better when they're cool. So that's probably the biggest factor, and so you got to f- filter those things out. Um, so, uh, another thing to keep in mind is never dry clean the panels because there's dust on there. And if you use a brush or, you know, something soft that you think you're using soft, you're gonna, you could end up scratching the glass. What we usually use in addition to this car wash soapy detergent and a, and a big bucket like we wash the cars, we use an ex- extension handle with one of these squeegees that has a, a, a soft brush on one side and we kind of scrub the the grime off and then a squeegee to clean off the residue. So usually when we do the cleaning, we'll send the guys over with a, a, a truck and a ladder and a bucket and this detergent and they'll sque- they'll scrub the panels with this uh, soap solution and they'll squeegee the residue off, kind of like just washing the, the windows on your car. Um, and it's uh, similar technology, similar solutions, just a longer brush. And the cost to do that, figure 
a couple of hours, one or two guys are going to need a truck, a ladder, and the costs are going to be between one and $200. So obviously, it's going to be much less if you do it yourself, and, and that's why some people look into doing this. Heck, growing up, I used to always help my dad out cleaning the gutters, and we'd put a ladder up there, and we'd climb all the way up in the gutter, and we'd reach in, and we'd clean those leaves out. Not much more difficult to clean the solar panels. You just have a bucket with detergent up there on the ladder and, and make sure that everything's safe. And that kind of brings me to the most, one of the most important issues. That's more important than the output of your panel is the safety of, of, of yourself and anybody working on the roof. The biggest danger is falling off a ladder. So you have to be very, very careful about being on that roof and, and making sure that you're in a safe location. And, and that's where professional installers and professional cleaners are, are going to use safety procedures and will be a little bit more experienced with that. So be careful. Another thing to watch out for is be very careful of overhead wires. It'll kill you if you have that long extension pole and you bump up against an electric wire. You're going to be that circuit to ground and, and you're just going to explode. That's, that's very dangerous. Sometimes people say, should I turn the system off or not? Well, if you have an AC system with microinverters, if you turn the power off uh, at your circuit breaker panel, Everything on the roof is going to be dead. The highest voltage you're going to have is about 35 volts for a solar panel. If you have an ordinary DC system with a central inverter, it's not a bad idea to turn the power off, but just keep in mind that you're probably not going to cut the power to the panels. They're still going to be running. But if they're installed properly and grounded and and all the electrical wires are safe, getting the wires wet is not going to create any kind of shock hazard. So just to kind of wrap up here, here at Cinnamon Solar, I, we're in the business of helping our customers get the biggest economic benefits from their system. That's what we care about. We're not in the business of, of making money to clean panels. So from my perspective, I don't want my customers to do something that's going to actually harm their economics. So in a nutshell, if it's going to cost $150 to clean your panels and you're going to save $150 during the year from having cleaner panels, from a customer's standpoint, it's not worth it. But if the savings a lot more than $150, then it's worth it. And the places where you're going to have bigger savings are in sunny, dry areas, California, Arizona, New Mexico, where it's going to be dry, where you're going to have a lot of output from the system during the the summer, and especially where you have high electric rates. So there, if your panels are dirty, have somebody come out and clean them. And, And if you have a good monitoring system, you actually may be able to see a little bit of an increase in the output. If you're in an area where it's rainy or electric rates are really low, then it may not really be worth cleaning. Um, that's on a regular basis. I'd also say, regardless of the, your location and the system that you're in, it's probably worth cleaning your panels every, let's say, five to ten years, because that's when you can really get this accumulation of grime or dirt or dust on that bottom edge of the panel, and it's good to have somebody come out and scrub those edges off. And yeah, we've we've done that. I've been up on on many roofs with the squeegee doing it myself. So that's my recommendation for cleaning solar panels. It really depends on where you live, your electric rate, and how dirty and dusty your panels are. So that's all the time we have on today's energy show. And thanks for joining us. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts. (music) 